Hey JD Tribe, and welcome to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight, brought to you by the Journal Deck and the Self-Care Collective Online Membership, which is now open for enrollment at just $13 a month until December 29th for yoga classes, meditation, visualizations, journaling worksheets, astrology, mood music, coaching calls, exclusive discounts, bonuses, Oh my goodness, there is so much in here, guys, for you monthly. And to all of you who signed up, thank you. To those of you still on the fence, what are you waiting for? Get out of your own head and out of your own way to say yes to sustainable self-care and your radiance for 2018. It's just $13 a month for top quality content at a price that feels like a steal. I am your host and founder, Alyssa Cousins, and today I am sharing my recipe for taking big leaps and manifesting your dreams, some of my biggest lessons from 2017, and my motto, my new motto for 2018. Okay, let's let's do this. Let's start to break this down. So, okay. Oh boy, 2017 was a really big year and there's so much coming for 2018 and I think one of the biggest things that people ask me about across the board this year, prior years, but especially this year because I did so much. I mean, I launched a podcast, I created a product which I've never done I've never had a podcast and I built this online community which is really beautiful and keeps growing every day and you know the right lead retreats and I just launched this online membership I did a lot I did a lot of stuff in 2017 and one of the number one questions that I get is how (laughs) how how did you do that how did you make a product how did you get the guts to make a podcast how did you figure it out how did you take the leap you know it's always how did you do it and what gave you the confidence and the courage to think that you could do it that you could manifest your dreams that you could put your dream life into action it's always a question that I get. So I thought that it would make perfect sense for this podcast, the last podcast of 2017, to be a kind of like a reflection of the whole year and where I'm going and what my recipe is, my quote-unquote recipe for taking big leaps and manifesting your dreams. So let's start there. Let's start there. How do you take big leaps? And we know when something is a big leap because it's scary, right? Like you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach like, holy shit. And you get butterflies and you're scared and you're excited, like all at the same time. 
you know, you might have, you're going to doubt yourself a lot, like the process, the whole creative process. There's a lot of doubt and there's a lot of, should I do this? Should I do that? And it's, it's confusing. You're up and then you're down. You're up and then you're down. But taking leaps, I do know this is something that is required of you to live a beautiful life. If you are not actively leaping again and again and again in big ways and in small ways, you know, little leaps, big leaps, um, I really think that that's just where, that's where living life to the fullest is, you know? So when it comes to how to do that, you know, what are the steps to taking a leap? to putting your dreams into action, to starting to try and manifest them. When I really sat down and thought about what is my process? How do I do that? Like people always want to know, like, okay, Alyssa, what do you do to give yourself the confidence to be able to go out and do these things that you've never done before? Because I've never done any of these things. I had never made a podcast. I had never launched a product like no I'd never done any of that the first time I led a yoga retreat no I'd never done that like we all have to start somewhere but the difference is some people can figure out a way to get the courage and the confidence to to do the damn thing so it's like okay what do I do this is my process I'm gonna break it down through steps here I would say step one for me in taking a big leap and trying to manifest my dreams would be to take the pressure off of yourself for a minute by asking yourself the question, who am I here to serve? I think so many of us, you know, when I heard this, I think it was, uh, what was her name? Maybe Christine Hassler. I hope I'm not saying that wrong. She's a life coach. And she also has a podcast. And I heard her once say that, you know, it's not who am I here to Who am I to do this? But who am I here to serve? And that resonated with me so much. I was like, yes, that is so it. Not who am I to do this? That's always a question we ask ourselves. Like, who am I to lead this yoga retreat? Who am I to launch a podcast? Who the hell is going to listen to me? You know, who's going to come to my yoga retreat? Who's going to buy that product? Who's going to read that book? You know, do that course whatever it might be that you are trying to do we always ask ourselves that question like on repeat (laughs) and I'm not saying that I get this question still in my head all the time but I have to keep coming back to okay it's not just about me here it's not about who am I to do this it's who am I here to serve who am I here to serve and as soon as we switch the subject of that question right there. We move it away from ourselves and we place it onto others that we want to serve. We lift a ton of pressure. And then it just really becomes about the mission that that we're here to do. It's really as simple as that. And getting really clear on who is it that you're trying to serve, right? That's kind of like a part two to this. It's like, well, who am I here to serve? And just getting very clear on who is that target audience? Who are those people 
that you are trying to serve? What do they what do they look like? What do they what do they think about? What do they care about? What are their values? There's this great exercise that you can do what I used to do with coaching clients in you know when I was talking with their for business clients like getting really clear on even you know what do they like to wear? What do they like to talk about? What kind of person are they? I mean really, who are you here to serve? Get clear on who that person is, on who those people are. Take the pressure off of you for a minute. It's not all about you. You are here to show up and serve. So not who am I to do this? Who am I here to serve? And really, who am I not to do this? Right? Why not me? Why not me? And I'm going to talk more about that in a moment. Okay, so that's part one is asking yourself and reframing the question from who am I to do this to who am I here to serve? Part two of this um, taking leaps recipe, if you will, is you have to build your confidence, but you have to do that somehow, right? I mean, most of us, you know, okay, you want to lead a yoga retreat. You got to go get some training. You got to do something to be able to do that. So part two, the step number two in the recipe, put the right tools in your toolkit, okay? Put the right tools in your toolkit. If you need to do a training, if you need to go to a retreat, if you need to hire a coach, if you need to read some books, if you need to do some online courses, whatever it is, implement your own home rituals, whatever, hire an accountant. There's just so many things that you could do. Put the right tools in your toolkit to give yourself the confidence to know that you have you have it, that you have got the tools to be able to actually serve people on a high quality level. That is what will give you the confidence. You have to go out, you know, I went out and I would I did my yoga teacher training. I was doing um, different workshops with yoga teachers and learning. I read so many books. I listen to so many podcasts. I follow so many inspiring women and coaches. I hired uh, a marketing um, person at one point to help me with branding and getting in alignment with all of that. I hired a life coach that worked with me for six months. I did the Desire Map licensing program to give me confidence in my coaching. I mean, really, like you, you have to invest in yourself. You know, some of these tools will be free. You know, if there's a webinar that you can do that's free, things like that. But there's a very high chance that there's going to be some investment in your toolkit. You have to put money into yourself, into your tools to feel confident. That doesn't mean you have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. But... You have to be willing to do what it takes to get the right tools in your toolkit to feel confident in how you're going to show up and serve your people, okay? So that's part two is to put the right tools in your toolkit. And you got to do research and you'll figure out along the way what those tools are. And even as you get on your path of going through with your dreams, I keep adding to my toolkit all the time. It's a never-ending process. You're always going to be adding to the toolkit. 
hiring a different coach, you know, reading a new book, listening to a new podcast, going to a new training, you know, it's like continuing education, always being a student, always a student, even when you become a leader, always have to be that student. Part three of the recipe here, this is the, I'll call this like the last step. So once you know who you're going to serve, once you've gotten the right tools, and you've then that's given you the confidence, you have to go out and do it, right? So show up, be patient, and trust. So that's part three. It's kind of a three-part part three. <laughs> show up, be patient, and trust. You have to show up and do the work, you know, put the work in. You have the tools, go out and actually use them. You know who you want to serve, go out and serve them. Show up and do the work, but then you need to be patient with this process and with yourself. And then part three of that part three is the trust. Oh boy, you've got to lay on some thick trust here, guys super thick on the trust levels oh my goodness trust with a capital t is what i like to say you have to learn to trust not only in yourself and your own intuition but you have to learn how to trust something that is higher than you a higher power whatever that is to you whatever that means to you you have to be willing to to trust that you are collaborating with that higher power, that you are not doing it alone because you can't do it alone, right? You have to believe that you are where you are meant to be at that exact moment and that you are going to end up exactly where you need to be at any given point. I cannot stress this point enough. Yes, you have to show up and do the work. Yes, you have to be patient with yourself as you are learning and you have to be patient with the process. But you have to, have to, have to trust. If you do not trust this process and you do not trust in yourself and you do not trust in a higher power, you will not feel supported. You will not have faith. And you will not succeed. I... I'm not saying that you will not doubt the process. Yes, you will. But underneath of that doubt, at your deeper level, there has to be that notion that you always come back to that you trust with a capital T. That you know that you are going to be okay regardless of the outcome. It might not work out exactly how you want or how you envisioned, but knowing that you are going to be okay no matter what. That is it. That's it right there. You can take the leap. But because you have this deep trust, you know you're going to be okay. You know? Like you know, even if it feels like you smack the ground, you know that like you're going to be all right. You know that the universe isn't just going to completely leave you. you're going to be cool. Life is going to go on. Whether it works out or whether your plan doesn't work out. You have to trust that you're going to end up where you need to be and that you will be okay. I think that's just such an important thing is 
you know, what gives you faith to trust? I mean, to what gives you faith to leap? Well, you trust. Think of it, you're standing on the edge of a cliff and someone tells you, you know, you're bungee jumping and they're like, well, just jump. Okay, well, what's helping you to jump? You have trust and faith that you are going to be okay and that the cord won't snap and you're trusting that it's going to be worth it. And it's the same thing when you're on the edge, when you're on the ledge of a really big leap, a metaphorical, you know, leap. Same thing. You got to trust and just jump. They know that the universe will catch will catch you in some way, it, whether it works out exactly how you planned or it doesn't. But you're going to be all right. You have to give yourself grace and patience along the way and just keep showing up and keep doing the work. So there you go. That is my idea of the recipe. Who am I here to serve? Put the right tools in your toolkit. And part three of that step process would be show up and do the work, be patient, and trust. Okay? Now, let's transition a little bit here because it just builds right off of taking leaps and manifesting your dreams. Talking about 2017, reflecting on 2017, oh my goodness, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. And building off of what we were just talking about is, you know, two different points here that I'll start with where I'll actually about, well, honestly, all of these points have to do with taking leaps and doing scary things. I'll start with the reflection and the lesson of learning that you have to kind of ask yourself, like I already said, like, you know, well, why not me? Why not me? Not only, like, who am I here to serve? We always ask ourselves, like, who am I to do this? But I mean, why not you? Why not you, girl? Like, why can't you do it? Who says you can't? besides you really why not why not me why not you that's a question I consistently can see was a theme through through 2017 that I asked myself again and again and again you know just why not me okay go ahead and take the recipe which I just told you guys about and put it into action. Start asking yourself, who am I here to serve and get the tools and be patient and do the work and trust. But it almost always started with the kind of that question of, you know, who am I to do this? The doubt, right? And then right after that being like, you know what? Why not me? Why not me? Why not you, Alyssa? Why not you? You know, I mean, honestly, such a huge theme for me and a lesson of you can do anything and no one's really in your way except for you at the end of the day so get out of your own way another reflection I have for 2017 would be that you have to keep up leveling and you have to keep leaping so again directly building off of that recipe for taking leaps you have to keep doing it like I said I that's like 
a huge part of life. Living a big, full, beautiful life is to keep up leveling, to keep leaping, to keep trying new things, even if it doesn't work. Who cares? I mean, life would be really lame and really boring if we didn't try new things, if we didn't try to up-level ourselves. And by that, if you've never heard that term, it's like you're up-leveling. You're trying to go bigger. You're trying to be more you. You're trying to raise your standards and go higher than you've gone before. You know, by me making a podcast, I was up-leveling. I was doing something I'd never done before and being like, yeah, I'm going to try this. (laughs) Why not? That's an up level. You hire a coach, that's an up level. You hire an accountant to help you with your money, that's an up level. It's like you're giving the universe a message. Take me more seriously. I'm ready to do this. I am going to up level. I'm with you. Let's do this. So yeah, you have to keep up leveling and you have to keep leaping. Keep leaping to have a big, beautiful, full life that brings you joy and abundance. Another reflection I would say would be you can do hard things. And like if you don't know how to do something, you'll figure it out. You can do hard things, girlfriend. You can do hard things. Again, no idea how to make like a product here, guys. Never had done that in my life. When I think back on it, I almost think I went through a vortex because I don't even know how I created the journal deck sometimes if I really think about it. I had a woman actually reach out and ask me, like, how did you do that? Like, what? I'm thinking about making a deck. How did you do it? And when I really sat down to try to write her a response, I was like, holy shit. I mean, this was an involved process. How did I actually do this? I had to think about it. I mean, it really... Like I said, it feels like I just went through like a vortex of time and it just, creativity took me by the reins and just lovingly pulled me in the right direction and opened up the right doors and the right people and the right opportunities and things just started falling into place. But thinking back, like, yeah, that was hard. Like I had to learn so much about Things that I knew nothing about, about paper and when how, you know, the paper, how thick it needs to be and the the quality of the paper, how expensive paper is, um, the color process and how one color looks on a screen, but it doesn't look the same when you print it. And is this the kind of font that I like and going back and forth and can people read that? And, you know, who do I want to work with? Do I want to work with a local company? Do I not want to? Do I want to, you know, for cost purposes, that was a big point. Um, Fabrics (laughs) for the pouches that the decks came in. Getting all the numbers so that this was something that could actually be profitable, but that also wouldn't be crazy expensive for people to buy. These were hard questions and things I had to go through to figure out how the how to make a product. Honestly, I mean, that was such new territory for me. But I knew I had that trust that like, okay, I'm going to be able to figure this out. Like, I can do this. Ask the right people. 
ask people that are your friends that you think might help be able to help you google things like you can figure it out I always believe and since I was little I've been like this you'll be able to figure it out just just do it just keep looking keep researching you've got this you can do hard things if it's meant to be it'll work out you know and even the online membership you know, I had never put my yoga online before. I only taught locally. I have had to learn to use so much technology with recording a podcast, with recording videos for the self-care collective, microphones, tripods for cameras, and <laughs> storage capacity issues. But you can do hard things. I can do hard things and you can do hard things. That's another big lesson. Okay. Um, Two others here that were lessons for me. The last two lessons I have would be more, I guess, relationship-based. One would be relationships are everything. Danielle Laporte, one of my favorite authors, I quote her all the time, she says that relationships are everything. And they really are. They are absolutely freaking everything. I learned it the hard way by having my heart broken, by learning that I needed to find more balance in my work, in my relationships, by learning what real priorities really were. I had to learn how much relationships and love just add value to your life. That you need all of those things to have a full life, that you can't just do it alone. It's not worth it doing it alone, really. Your friendships are everything, your family, the family that you're born into and the family that you make, your love life, all of these relationships, they're so important. The people that you spend your time with are so important to who you are as a person, to what your value systems will be, to the type of life that you will believe that you are worthy of having yeah it really comes down to who you're surrounding yourself with and that at the end of the day relationships and love they come first you know I mean what's more important your career and yes you can love your creativity and all your projects and the things but what's more important those or love and it's love guys it's love relationships are everything and they make life really worth living and so much richer The last reflection I have for 2017 as an extension of that is if we're talking about priorities and relationships, the most important relationship of all the kinds of love 
is the love for yourself. It was a huge lesson for me. And, you know, if you don't love yourself and take care of yourself, you'll never believe in yourself. You have to come first, right? You have to love yourself to take care of yourself and to believe in yourself. Huge lesson that I know a lot of us have to continually work through. I do it all the time too. I doubt my own radiance, my own worth all the time. But I know at the end of the day that I am worthy of love and that that relationship I have with myself is most important, that that has to come before everything else, before all the relationships, before the work and the career and the creativity. I have to fill up my cup. I have to love myself for all the other beautiful things in my life to happen. I have to be loving myself and taking care of myself to create all of these big, beautiful dreams that I want to take leaps with in my life. So there's the reflections piece of this. The last part of this podcast that I want to do to wrap it all together with a nice little bow here for Christmas, (laughs) after Christmas, if you will, is my motto for 2018. This is something that is, I'm feeling so called to this idea I first heard it from Kate Northrup, the author Kate Northrup, and it's this idea, um, have more by doing less. Have more by doing less. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Have more by doing less, guys. Seriously, does that not just, mm, like, speak to your heart? If it... If you're like me, it really speaks to you because I am such a visionary. You know, I went and got my aura read (laughs) and they said I had a lot of purple and purple was the color of the visionary and that you're naturally always going to have a lot of projects that you can't just do one thing and that's just normal. And it's so me, right? If you guys, you know, you you know me by now, the podcast, the retreats, the, the journal deck product, there's just, you know, the self-care collective. There's a lot of pieces to this puzzle and <laughs> the puzzle of me and my business, this multidimensional brand that I have that I'm building. So for me, have more by doing less really speaks to me on like a soul level, And the whole idea behind this is that you can have more. You can have a more abundant life, both physically and like financially, and also emotionally and spiritually. You can have more by doing less that you don't need to do everything and that you can't do everything, that you only do what feels the most aligned with your truth, 
your truth with a capital T. Just like I said, the trust with a capital T, the truth with a capital T. You only do what feels most aligned with your truth. Right? That's how you get the less part. And it's also how you get the more part. Because all of the things that you know you don't need to be doing, all of a sudden, if you can embody this motto, which I'm going to really try to implement in 2018, all of a sudden you start realizing like priorities, right? Priorities, people. That's not important and that's not important and he's not important and she's not important and this job isn't serving me and and doing this and this and this and teaching this and teaching that, going here and going there, whatever it might be, helping this person, helping that person, all of a sudden, your priorities get really clear. Have more by doing less. And you can just start to say, that's not in alignment with me. This isn't and she isn't and he isn't and me doing that isn't. None of those things are serving me and my higher self. None of these things are in alignment with my purpose and my mission here and who I'm here to serve. They are not in alignment with me. They are misaligned. Therefore, I don't need them. They aren't serving me right now and maybe they never did. So I don't need them. Therefore, we have more space in our lives for the things that really fill us up, that fill up our cup. We have more time also for ourselves. We have more time to take care of ourselves, to do the things that we want to do. Not just the things that we need to do, but the things that we want to do. Like going to yoga and meditating. And so many of us always say, you know, we don't have time for that. But if you do less... If you do less of the things that you don't need to be doing, that you don't even want to be doing, then all of a sudden you have more time to do the things that you need to do and that you want to do, right? It's a really simple concept and yet it's really hard for us to implement, me included. That's why it's my new motto for 2018. Because what do they always say, right? Every time that you say yes to something, that means you have to say no to something else. And if you're saying yes to all the wrong things, then you're saying no to all the wrong things as well. Because no makes way for yes. Another Daniel Laporte truth bomb for you. No makes way for yes. So really ask yourself, guys. Maybe journal about this. How can I have more by doing less in 2018? What am I saying yes to that I need to be saying no to? Or what do I need to say no to so that I can say yes to all of these things that I really want and that I really need? I think that is an amazing journal activity. My goodness, I feel like I could write a book about that for 2018. Maybe check in with yourself if that motto have more by doing less, if that really calls to you, maybe I'm going to try and personally check in with myself every month, see how I'm doing with it. Asking myself those questions. 
what am I saying yes to this week, this month, this day, and therefore what am I saying no to? Or what should I say no to because I really want to say yes to these things? Perhaps check in with yourself all the time throughout the year, like monthly, weekly, or just whenever you think of it. See how you're doing. How are you doing? Are you truly doing less so that you can have more? All right, guys. That is a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight brought to you by The Journal Deck. Thank you for honestly tuning into all of these episodes since we started this podcast. Officially in March, got on iTunes in September, and it has been a beautiful, wild ride ever since. And I'm so damn grateful for all of you for being here, for listening to me for your feedback, for your comments, for your inspiration. Thank you. I am honestly so excited for all of our guests and everything that's going to be coming up for 2018. It is such a joy for me to do this podcast. I truly look forward to it every single week. And don't forget that the Self-Care Collective, it is now open for enrollment and we begin on January 1st. You can sign up anytime, but just until December 29th, you can sign up and save for just $13 a month, and then the price goes up. You can register at thejournaldeck.com forward slash self-care collective. Until next time, I'm Melissa Cousins, signing off for The Journal Deck. Music by Lee Rosevere.